views and opinions expressed by Edwin are Edwin and Edwin's only, all right? Not of the sponsors, employers, baby mama, anybody he went to school with, anybody he owe money to. With that being said, enjoy the video. What is going on, everyone? Edwin Pagan here. Thanks for joining me on the Word on the Road podcast, your weekly technology care package. I got that good radio voice right now. I sound like I'm on Love Line or something. Uh, what's going on, everyone? Uh, thanks for joining me. I know this is like a Friday edition of the episode. Um, I got a little more free time now, and so uh, I wanted to put a podcast episode out. All right. I know I said Wednesday. It's Friday. It's two weeks late, but we're here. And first of all, can we just take a moment to appreciate? Because listen, I wanted to show this. I wanted to start the podcast off with this. So if you're listening to the podcast, I'm sorry, but can we just take a minute to appreciate what is going on right here? Uh, this is a SpaceX uh, launch, and I know this is kind of late, but I wanted to kind of showcase like the SpaceX Dragon docking with the International Space Station. Bro, this looks like something straight out of a sci-fi movie. Check this out, man. I know, I know this is a weird introduction of the podcast, but I wanted to start it off with this. Look how that thing links, bro. Look at that. A billion dollars worth of space technology. All right, man, let's get back on topic. Hey, guys, thanks for joining me on the Word on the Road podcast. This is a weekly technology care package that I do uh, weekly. I haven't been doing it weekly, but this is a weekly podcast where I take three articles from the internet. Uh, usually tech related that I find interesting. I give you my opinion. I give you my thoughts, insights. I break it down for you and then I send you on your way more educated and more informed of the things going on on the interwebs, man. But yo, is my lighting weird right now? If you're watching on YouTube, I feel like I feel like I got like a lighting right here. Listen, I'm constantly making improvements uh, to the podcast uh, on a budget and so I'm using like some budget lighting and uh, I, I feel like my image is coming in cleaner because of the green screen in the back. But um but I feel like there's like a shadow overlay on me. But man, with that being said, man, I hope everyone's having a good week, man. I um I'm in Orlando, a lot of stuff going on. Um I don't want to get political on this podcast today. And so I'm gonna try to refrain from talking about some of those things. Although I, I will talk about them. I, I wanna give everybody a kind of a break from that on this podcast. And I like to kind of just talk about tech on this podcast. So I will be talking about that, um, uh, everything going on in Orlando, Black Lives Matter movements, and um, just kind of the uh, the protesting going on that I, I fully support people, uh, um, you know, exercising the right to do that. But on this podcast today, at least, I just want to share tech stories and give everybody like a disconnect and honestly just kind of get the kind of get my gears wet or gears running again because I haven't put out an episode in like three weeks and I know it sounds like oh three weeks is nothing but when you don't do a podcast for like three weeks bro you get rusty you get rusty man but with that being said man everything is good with me everything is finally starting to get back to normal it's like I feel like slowly but surely you know I'm, I'm putting clothes on more often <laughs> the gyms are open so I've been working out like three weeks straight man and I feel like I'm really starting to feel like myself again in the way of like you know because like during quarantine all I did was run and so not being able to lift weights and stuff like that I, I know it sounds like a meathead thing to say bruh it has some effects on your boy you know what I'm saying and so um the gyms being open now has got me in a better mood I'm able to just kind of like focus and and relax because like gym the gym for me man is really a um it's like therapeutic bro and a lot of people don't understand like I don't have a particular fitness goal in my head of what I want to look like I, I want to have massive shoulders big arms maybe abs one day that's pretty much it that's the extent of it after that it's more of a, a therapeutic thing for me I like to go in there and it's just it's just a way to disconnect from the world um, and, and just lift weights and kind of just like just exert this energy that I have because I'm not this person who's like you know angry or anything like that but I'm, i am an animal you know what i'm saying i am a beast you know what I'm saying? put up some weight 
And uh, that's what the gym allows me to do. It kind of allows me like to kind of get my thoughts together, think about things. You know, it, it, that's really what I love about the gym. And when you're quarantined, you can't really do that. So it's cool that the gyms are open again, man. But um, as far as tech goes, man, it's just been like weird with tech and everything, right? Because like of the quarantine. So, um, you know, I haven't had like, the, it's just the, the juices ain't been flowing like they used to, you know what I'm saying? But um, that's just my personal side of things, man. But with that being said, man, let's get go ahead and jump right into the articles of the podcast. I don't want to get too personal here. Um, so, of course, the articles discussed on the podcast today will be available in the description of the podcast. If you're listening on YouTube, it's in the description below, the links to the articles. And if you're listening on like Anchor or if you're listening on iTunes, it'll be available in the description or information about the podcast. So, uh, with that being said, guys, first story of the day is coming from the fine folks at TheVerge.com, which is basically talking about how zoom um uh, says free users won't get in uh, end-to-end encryption so fbi police can access calls man so um if you're not familiar with the zoom application apparently everybody and their mother is using zoom uh, for everything and i think like i think when you die now it's a zoom meeting <laughs> but, but with that being said man zoom is um basically called a uh, uh, video the video call uh, the video calling company to, uh, zoom confirmed this week that they won't enable end-to-end encryption for free calls in part because they wants to give law enforcement uh, these uh, access to these calls if necessary now um, to just break this down for people what what encryption means um, basically what encryption means and, and I'm gonna try to do like a burl science version of this is that when the conversation is happening um, when it's encrypted if someone intercepts that information of that conversation so if they put the, you know the little peepers if they if they tap into that transmission they can't intercept it they can't intercept anything that's readable it's all encrypted and so they would have to decrypt that information versus when it's uh decrypted so it's not encrypted they can tap into that feed right and actually intercept uh, the information and actually uh, listen to what it is that you're saying right and so what zoom is saying is that like if you pay for our service we will offer end-to-end encryption if you don't pay for our service we will not offer uh, end-to-end encryption and mostly in part uh, mostly due in part to allowing law enforcement to uh, have access to this right so that's kind of what they're saying and so uh, from a standpoint of, of, of a technology professional I'm saying like well end-to-end encryption do you got to have to have you have to have it especially if you're talking about video and audio conferencing right but in that same respect um there is a cost associated with uh, doing full uh, f- uh, using end-to-end encryption. It's a lot more bandwidth intensive. And at the end of the day, if you're using a free subscription with Zoom, um, there's always going to be functionality limitations. So you can't expect Zoom to offer uh, to offer video conferencing for free to customers, and also offer encryption all for the cost of nothing, no advertising and anything like that. And so uh, I can understand where Zoom comes from uh, in that standpoint. But they also made an interesting point which is that like um they stated that uh, Zoom does not proactively monitor meeting content. Um, we do not share information with law enforcement on, uh, except in circumstances like sex and child abuse, <laughs> which like ch- child and sex abuse. And they also state that they don't have backdoors um, on their software that allow for um, for for people to enter the meeting without being noticed. So off rip, they're kind of saying like, yeah, we don't offer end end encryption um, on free plans, but we also don't have in uh, built in backdoors uh, to allow uh, law enforcement to to monitor the calls. Meaning like they're not doing anything shady. They don't have a secret door or secret passcode that you don't know about that only law enforcement knows about on their software. Um, 
Um, and so that kind of kind of speaks to like, hey, listen, uh, we can't offer end-to-end -end encryption for free plans, but in the same respect, we also don't build functionality into our, our application to allow law enforcement to tap into calls. And um, I think there's a balance that's being met here. I'm not mad at the situation. I think that... Um, I think again. I think that Zoom has been catching a lot, a lot of slack. Uh, I think Zoom has been catching a lot of slack because they're the they're they're like they they are the the leader right now in video conferencing software. And out of the blue, they became the leader in video conferencing software. And I think a lot of companies um, are trying to find a way to take them down. And I think they're not going uh, anywhere in, in that respect. But in that same in that, in that same sense. Um, I think when it comes to like the idea that like child pornography and uh, you know uh, organized crime being taken taking place through Zoom applications, um, I think that at the end of the day that's the cost of doing business, right? I think that like um, there's there's always going to be people who are going to abuse technology. I think that the FBI and a lot of forensics companies already have measures in place um, for tracking the transmission of child pornography and isolating it to people. There's unique forensic techniques out there that I can go on forever and talk about, but um, I think that they're doing enough. And I think that in, in this instance, Zoom has the right to say, hey, if you're going to use our free software, we can't give you the full functionality as everyone else. Um, there's going to be restrictions, and one of the restrictions is going to be end-to-end uh, -end encryption right so man i feel like i vented too much about that but uh that being said man uh next story of the day is coming from the fine folks at uh well i've never seen this the nextweb.com which is uh there's a google uh google faces a five billion dollar lawsuit over tracking users in in incognito mode incognito son um so if you're not familiar with the incognito mode it's control shift n <laughs> control shift n enables uh, what something called incognito mode on your on your um, on your Google Chrome web browser we call it the the porn mode <laughs> it's when you want to watch porn you don't want to leave any tracking you don't want to leave any cookies and you go control shift n and it puts your browser in incognito mode and, and all jokes aside it's also really useful if you're trying to diagnose issues with a website because what incognito mode does is it opens up a separate web browser um, on your on your computer or your on your mobile device it's a completely separate web browser that's clean all right it doesn't have any of your cookies stored in it it doesn't have any of your tracking information and so in theory you can access a website you know and then once you close that browser there's no traces of you accessing that website left on your web browser it completely goes away right so it won't be in your history it won't be under your bookmarks it won't show up anywhere and so what this what this lawsuit states is that um that uh, Google was actually able to track uh, users um, um, even if they were in incognito mode. Um, the complaint further alleges that gathering data through Google Analytics and Google Ad Manager and various mobile apps helped the company learn about users, closest contacts, hobbies, etc. And so with, with that being said, and I'm, I definitely encourage you to check out the article, if you think that Google incognito mode is going to protect you, uh, from uh, whatever you're doing, you're strictly like you're really uh, you're kidding yourself, bro. Uh, and the reason I say that is because incognito mode is 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 still just designed to no to not leave any traces on your system. Um, but at the end of the day, that 
at the end of the day, when you access a website, you're still using your internet connection, right? And so whether you're incognito mode or not, your ISP still has a tracking uh, or, or a log of you accessing a certain website at a certain time. And um, in the same respect, when you access a website, you use an IP address. And so there is other variables that, uh, that uh, or other factors that Google has to track you when you're accessing certain websites. It's not as accurate, but they can still tell that, hey, if someone's accessing uh, this website from this IP address, then more than likely it's this device. And there is, you know, identifiers that these websites are able to capture. And so I guess to me, it's a little silly that this idea that people have that like, um, that somehow Google incognito mode is gonna protect you from the feds. It's like, it's like saying like, you know, uh, I, I did all this damage. I hacked into a bunch of websites using my laptop, and then I, I just threw my laptop in the lake. That they'll never be able to catch me. Well, no, you, they have other ways to track you. They have, you know, fingerprints that you left behind, digital f fingerprints and stuff like that. And so, incognito mode is not the only way to protect yourself. Like, if you really want to remain anonymous online, uh, obviously there's the Tor browser you can use. Obviously, there's things like NordVPN. I'm not sponsored by them, but uh, uh, like VPN applications that you, you could use in theory that can protect you. But incognito mode is not going to protect you so um, it's interesting that there is a lawsuit coming uh, along because of this but definitely check out this article uh, it's the nextweb.com and uh, shout out to Google <laughs> for uh, uh, doing us all dirty no I'm, I'm just joking I, I, I personally think that like listen um, it's not that I, I've given in to the idea that like we're not anonymous anymore but it's just really hard to remain anonymous online it's just the days of being anonymous if they ever existed are, are gone and so um, all right, cool, man. That being said, next article, last but not least, especially with these trying times, uh, Signal announces a new face blurring tool for the Android iOS application. All right, the uh, encrypted messaging app Signal has announced a new face blurring tool that will be incorporated in the latest Android versions of the software. Um, so basically, they're giving users the ability that if you post a picture, um, you can actually blur out people's faces uh, so you can protect their identities. And a lot of this is just coming from the fact that these protests that are going on right now, people are scared that if they do get arrested um, um, or they, they're scared that their employer might see them at these protests or the police might see them at the protest and, and associate them with being writers, etc. And so um, this blurring feature is it's it's for sure. Uh, I guess it's useful, but from 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 like the, the the problem with me, and it's not the problem with me. Um, the 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 issue I see with this, okay, n let me let me backtrack. It's not an issue I see. It's the reality of the situation. The reality of the situation uh, for me is that like as someone who's taken like. I didn't go to college for forensics. I took a single forensics course uh, over a three weeks period um, on an online class, and I learned so much about forensics. I learned so much about forensics in a way that, like, I realized you can't get away with anything. You, you, we are incredibly, incredibly tracked we don't even realize like your your mobile device has gps it has a cellular so they can use gps coordinates to to, to precisely track you um, or they can use the cell phone towers that you're bouncing off to kind of triangulate where you are you're constantly pinging towers your facebook account knows what you're visiting and so the idea that somehow blurring your face is going to I guess do anything it's just weird because maybe you post a picture with your face blurred but doesn't mean that someone else doesn't have a picture of you without your face blurred you know what I'm saying and in the same respect they can still put you at a scene of a crime 
based on your tracking information. And so I guess to me, this idea that like if I blur my face out, they're not going to be able to find me. Well, no, they, they just that one picture won't be useful to them. But there's a thousand other pictures that they can find. Like I, 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 I dare you to try it. Like I dare you to go on, on, on Instagram and just look at a location. Right. And just look at all the stories in that location. Look at all the pictures posted in that location um, at the latest pictures. And you'll see that if you were there, somehow someone's going to catch you. And so I think that like, yeah, it's a step in the right direction. But at the end of the day, it's a bit of overkill because at the end of the day, if the police want to find you, they're going to find you. You know what I'm saying? If your employer wants to find out you are a protest, they're going to go out of their way to find out. And if you looted or you did some type of crime activity, um, well, then what's this blurring technology for? Is it designed for criminals? Are we imploring people to use technology? Like it, it draws this gray line, but I understand what they're trying to do here. Um, but at the, rea the reality of the situation, as someone who is in that field, it doesn't do anything, guys. They're going to find you. You know what I'm saying? If, if it was me, you better go out there with a ski mask, gloves. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you better come with a burner phone. You better uh, use a burner account through Uber. And, like, the list goes on and on the things you would have to do in order not to get tracked if you committed a crime. And 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 with that being said, like, um, I do think this is a little bit of overkill. And it's just going to make for some awkward uh, pictures. And it's not the first time I've seen someone trying to, like, and, and like um implement this type of like blurring strategy i've seen some people like who are like they were very like uh weird about posting pictures about their kids and so they would post family pictures and in the family pictures like the kids faces would be blurred but it would be like the family it's like you don't want anybody on the internet to know what your kids look like then why even tell anybody on the internet that you have kids because then people will become obsessed with the idea of finding out if you have kids it doesn't make any sense to me but sometimes people go a little weird during weird times. But man, that being said, guys, those are the articles uh, for this episode. Of course, they are available in the description below. I appreciate you guys listening to the podcast, man. I know this was uh, it's the first episode in a while. But um, you know what? Maybe we'll start doing some more. But uh, look forward to the next episode on Wednesday. I know it's Friday, Wednesday, Wednesday, non-Puerto Rican time. All right. It's going to be Wednesday, I promise. Um, but with that being said, man, I appreciate everybody listening. I want everybody out there to uh, stay safe, man. If you're if you're in one of those areas where um, the protesting is going on and, and it's, uh, you know, uh, it's, it's interesting there. Um, just be safe, man. Remember that everyone has the right to protest. This is our God given right to kind of stand up for what we believe in. And so respect that right for other people. Um, even if you don't agree with them, you know, if you see someone who just got pepper spray, getting some milk or something, but all jokes aside, guys, stay safe out there, man. We're almost out of quarantine. We're almost going to be able to be just like free again so <laughs> i'm excited man i'm excited to be making some more videos but with that being said man i appreciate y'all listening and until next time this has been the word on the road podcast my name is edwin pagan take care everyone peace guys what are you doing watching my dad's channel <laughs> you're watching your dad's youtube channel